You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6UP Supply. Our first run of Force Flasks is long gone, but we're delighted to be able to fill your orders for all four of our models. Each of these laser sword flasks is carefully designed and constructed to exact and cosplay standards, then fitted with a food safe internal plastic tube fit for a galactic smuggler. In addition to our original three models, the Wise Mentor, the Dark Lord, and the Double Fisting Apprentice, we now have Purple Thunder in stock for all of our fans of the Jedi Council's badass MFR. Perfect for personal use or larger events and celebrations, orders of six or more Force Flasks get 20% off. And as always, use discount code LEGION99 for 10% off everything in the store. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Cirillo, ghostwalking all over the Discord. Uh, Mike, welcome back to the show. Hey, how's it going? I haven't been on this side of the chair in a while. I know, it's exciting to uh, exciting to have you back. We've got, uh, we ha- we've got some good run of guests, we've got some more in the queue, but uh, with these new, uh, the new RG drop, the points changes and everything, we want to get some of our... our uh are back to our roots i guess <laughs> get some of our core units out i guess there it is there it is <laughs> uh speaking of core units or even we could make a core set joke uh you are bringing an imperial list uh so much like most of the legion world uh the changes have brought you back to the imperial side yeah i started off as rebels in the well i started off as imperials in the very very beginning played my okay. first competitive events with rebels and then once i got my feet wet in the community i kind of staked my claim uh on the back of bosk and krennic mm-hmm. and then you know, became a pretty well-known imperial player nice. they got hammered by nerfs everything else came <laughs> out and i realized that i didn't want to bang my head against the wall so i, I went to the other factions um, nice. but now that they've kind of been at least brought back up to a pretty pretty even playing field in my opinion um I'm, going to experiment with them again to see if they're uh, what I'd like to play. And I've gotten like six or seven games in with this list now so far. So it's, it's been oh, a good fantastic. time. Cool. Well, uh, it's been a little while. So talk to me about your list building process and uh, has it changed at all recently with the changes? Yeah, it's actually changed quite a bit. Um, the last time that I was playing competitively was pretty much before COVID because um, I don't right. really play a lot of the online events. So sure. at that time I was trying to build around like one single focus piece, fit it into a gun line, and then kind of adapt my battle deck from there with a small like six to eight point bid. That tended to work pretty well. Essentially, I was just trying to get rid of limited visibility. Um, <laughs> once that changed and, you know, we got put into lockdown and different units came out and it, Legion became a little bit more skew based, um, my list building shifted into this is what I want to bid and what can I put around that. So I, you know, try to figure out what what the meta build would be and then or meta bid would be and then construct a list that I thought was best at like 775 or whatever. And I stumbled into droids. Now I'm back to picking um, a focus piece and then trying to focus on being able to handle whatever I think the meta skews are going to be at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think Vader backed by some, some Pierce toting um, special forces is a pretty decent counter to, uh, to a lot of the things that the meta is going to show here with the ion spiders and the magna guard etc and the I like, I like it so you took the hand a little bit but uh talk a little bit more about the basic concept uh that this list is starting with sure so um the basic concept that i started with here is vader and an irg and i know i said pierce heavy special forces and the irg don't have pierce um but i think with <laughs> the, the amount of mag- yeah with the amount of magna guard and wookies running around um i think vader's a good call because mm-hmm. he's got Toke to get away the heavy weapons and he's, he's pretty tanky with this new seven health and dodge spamming command cards. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. 
and uh, the IRG somehow got like an eight point reduction with everything. And um, <laughs> they just feel like money next to Vader and they still yeah. hit just as hard and they have access to surges with into the fray now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I started with, and I started with operative Vader because I think the commander Vader is just too expensive with that. Was it a 20 points raise? Mm-hmm. I think because he's like 195 yeah. now. Yeah, that's not right. Um, I think that's just too much for Commander Vader, especially because the, what he's gaining is really in his command slot. So now you're paying more because you have to add a command upgrade. And Compel Core, mm-hmm. I don't really think is that good. <laughs> um, the Imperial Strength isn't exactly in their core right now that want to be moving. So you're gotcha. paying points that you don't really need. So I went Operative Vader. Um, and I'm going pretty standard build. I think you'll see it for most players. Uh, force Choke, Force Push into the fray and Tenacity. He's got seven health now, so losing the wound for Tenacity doesn't feel like that. that's that terrible. Yep. Um, he likes to go pretty early, so into the fray gets him the surges for later in the turn when he does have to defend. Yep. Um, and then push and choke on Master of the Force and Speed 2 are just absolutely killer. Absolutely, absolutely. And you don't need uh, Endurance anymore because he's not spurring. Yeah, now that I'm just speed two without spur, um, I didn't run endurance before because I thought okay. five dice was just too little for his lightsaber. Um, I think sure. he needed the sixth. Yep. Um, so I've always been on tenacity for for operative Vader. Okay. Um, and this just makes cool. it easier. Awesome. Uh, so, and then I did mention I have the IRG, so they have the Elector Staff into the fray instead of tenacity and mm-hmm. environmental gear, because um, the tables that I play on in real life have a lot of difficult terrain and craters yep. and things like that. So that's a little bit of a local medical. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I've always liked environmental gear, especially at, at its lower points point here. Um, I'm used to it cool. with the Magna Guard, so I have to feel oh, yeah. like I staple it onto the IRG <laughs> so that I don't forget they don't have it. It's oh, like, man. oh, you can't move speed two here. Oh, man, brutal. Uh, all right, so you, uh, you've you already mentioned a, a couple of the other, that you have more special forces with a, with a particular trait in there. Uh, you want to talk about them next? Yeah, so I'll start from like ass end and go special forces to commander here. Um, so okay. I do have a single sniper strike team in mm-hmm. addition to the IRG. And then I have Inferno Squad as my third special forces slot. Um, they're only 88 points with Dell and Gideon. Mm-hmm. And that feels like a steal. Like that's four points more than a short trooper. Yeah. Um, so I added offensive push and recon intel to them. Um, cool. And I just think that they've been they've been money for me so far. The ability to get a, a piercing infiltrate shot on turn mm-hmm. one in addition to you know Vader and the short troopers as well has really been useful and it gives a little bit of flexibility for some of the other objectives um, that I can now threaten, you know, weaker back positions or I can threaten payload from a different angle of speed two Vader and an infiltrating unit. Yeah. Uh, losing retinue really hurts. Um, not going to lie there. That's a lot of their efficiency is in that free aim that they get from Iden for the Pierce every turn. Yep. But offensive push is pretty good and I'm using them more as like an infiltrating core unit, not a special forces. So mm-hmm. they do, okay. they do a decent bit of aim shooting and just move shooting to hit weaker things. So, Gotcha. It's gotcha. been okay. Cool. Um, I do have two short troopers in the list with their T21B troopers, mm-hmm. uh, two accompanying accompanying mortars, and then I have a T21 storm as well. So uh, lots of critical in the core. Uh, it's critical four every turn, mm-hmm. well, critical six, including the mortars, um, and a good number of wounds to chew through there. And then I do have an Imperial officer with electro binoculars for my commander. So it comes in at 10 activations in 799. Awesome. Are you, uh, are you finding advantage to the new Scout 3 uh, on the Scout Troopers? Yeah, I don't really use the 3 as much. Um, it, mm-hmm. And generally just ends up being like Scout 2. Okay. But it's nice to be able to like Scout and grab a box right away or Scout and grab a yeah. supply drop and yeah. um, tap a VAP. So that part's great. Cool. Um, 
but I haven't really utilized the scout three portion as much as the scout two so far. Yeah, makes sense. It's really dangerous throwing a white save two wound unit that far up the board. Absolutely, yeah. But I can I can see scenarios, especially for BAPs or uh, boxes, even safe boxes, putting mm-hmm. you infiltrate with the ISF. You scout the scout troopers out. You've got your two two points there, and then you've got a decently beefy army that can go contest the the center. Yeah, the one little sneaky trick is if you play like a three pip to order a couple units off the bat, um, you mm-hmm. can set up a pretty decent fire support turn one with a mortar fire supporting the sniper strike team um, with that scout three. Yep. So you can get into some really good positions. And um, yep. I've been able to pull that off twice to my opponent's surprise. Very nice. We uh, we know uh, we know I'm a big fan of fire support tricks. So <laughs> I got to make do with what I have here. Very good. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. So 10 activations, one point bid. Uh, definitely focusing on those those uh, centerpieces, like you said. Talk to me a little bit about the command hand. Uh, probably pretty simple, I'm guessing. Uh, it's simple for the most part. Um, okay. So I... I'll start the one pips. Vader's Might and Implacable are both going in there. Um, yep. They're no-brainers. There's like not even the shadow of any other command card that I would potentially put in here. Yep. Um, especially now that he's got the seventh wound, Implacable really isn't that bad on Operative Vader because um, it yeah. just brings him down to the health where he was before. Yeah. And he gets the dodge at the start of each activation now, so it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Solid. Um, the two pips are pretty good as well. Um, I have push and new ways to motivate them. Um, mm-hmm. Both of them give two orders that don't have to be to Vader if I'm comfortable just sitting him where he's at. Sure. Um, and I don't really, I'm still not a huge fan of Fear and Deadman um, because I think okay. it rewards risky play and mm. it doesn't exactly give you any kind of delay activation and it doesn't give you any control because okay. it's just Vader and it doesn't really do anything until you're already getting shot at, gotcha. which I don't, don't love. Yep. Um, with both push and new ways, I can get the orders out onto the, to the ISF, onto the IRG, and even onto the shores and the mortars if I want to get the aim and set up a fire support. Because mm-hmm. you can still fire support Vader's... Um, force blast that's true that's true haven't done that yet but it's uh it's come (laughs) up where it's it's been an option a couple of times yeah a little suppressive scatter and blast and blast yeah that's pretty solid and now with uh with his into the fray he generally has a surge token so you know i roll two of them critical one converts one and i've got the surge that's solid and then the three pips were the hardest choice um i do have i have master of evil and coordinated fire Mm -hmm. um I still don't love Darkness Descends. Liable 2 is wonderful. But like I just mentioned with the two pips, um, I do need some semblance of control over my pieces. Mm-hmm. And Darkness Descends doesn't give me that, and it forces me to play a three pip early. Mm-hmm. So if I want to try to outweight somebody with standing orders, I can't do that. Or if I want to go a little bit quicker with my units, I can't do that either. Gotcha. So I have Coordinated Fire because three sh- two Shores, Inferno, and a T21 Storm are s- still a pretty decent gun line. Yep, and um, you can get you can get some pretty pretty strong firepower out there on that on that turn. Um, I just played a game with our co-host Nick over the weekend, and on turn one with coordinated fire, uh, Nick thought I had darkness descends, and I did not. So he got a little <laughs> he got a little too aggro with his pieces, and I got oh, four boy. wounds onto Luke, four onto Chewie, and two on the Han right off the bat, and no. it was basically game over from the start. Yeah, that's a hard start. Uh, for yeah, that list. <laughs> and I mean that that turn still says all of your dice are hits this turn. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have I have those two in the deck. Cool. And then Master of Evil gives the dodge and the control. Of course. The suppression is useful, but I, I mostly try to play that to like strip a standby if someone has something out there. In the oh, case of um, like a hello there turn, or if you put standby on the Magna Guards, etc. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Awesome. 
All right, let's jump over to the uh, the battle deck. Uh, running through the different categories, tell me what your top auto include card is for each category. Yeah, so let's start with the uh, the objectives. Um, my top auto include objective is hostage exchange, okay. um, because I think Vader is arguably more auto win on hostage than Rex is at this point. Mm. Because you throw for in this case, I'll throw my mortar out there because it moves the furthest. Sure. You throw your mortar out there. You give it an order turn one with new ways. It yep. moves three times. And then turn two, you Vader's might the opponent's hostage into Vader and then push him backwards. And now all of a sudden you're playing turn two where both of the hostages are at your deployment zone already, especially yeah. if you're playing something like advanced positions. Um, I mean, your opponent has to not only get your hostage dead, but has to kill Vader, who's in melee with the other hostage, mm-hmm. then claim their hostage and get it back while you do yep. nothing with yours and it's already there. So yep. hostages might auto include. That makes sense. And you oh, also and then know I how also, to play hostage better. Uh, not planning to use Vader's tricks on turn one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't play it against Rex and don't play it against Vader if you want to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And then, did you want me to go through the auto include for the others as well? Yeah, auto include for deployment and uh, condition. Uh, I don't really have any auto includes for the others, quite honestly. Okay. Um, they're all just things that I don't want. Um, but I would say the most auto include for conditions is probably supply drop. I know I've mentioned mm-hmm. in the past that I hate that card because it introduces variance um but <laughs> everything outside of the arc welder is really good for my army here um yeah. there's really not a bad thing i can draw especially now that camouflage is useful with low profile that's true um yeah. there's some there's some units in here that if you give them low profile it's really really good um that's, especially that's on vader really himself i had um, uh, i had actually forgotten about that card being in there as a uh, uh when thinking about the low profile buff so yeah so like vader with low profile is like really good yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, because this one takes suppression cover um so i have supply drop in there and then advanced positions is my big um like my big auto include for deployments it gives vader scout it gives the isf scout two with the recon intel and then for coordinated fire it sets up a really devastating turn one because it almost says it almost guarantees that i can get to range three of whatever i want to um at the start of that turn with the gun line so it kind of telegraphs my turn one command card play, um, but it, it just sets up a really strong situation. Yeah, I think tele- telegraphing a cannon is uh, not necessarily the worst, the worst thing. No, <laughs> not uh, when that already, cannon has all those dice. Yeah, and you've already you've already commented that you're thinking about fire support options. So advanced positions on that on that setup uh, because both the shore troopers and the mortar will get scout one. So you'll do your place. You'll do your scout one with the shore troopers. You'll do your uh, move speed one move place, but then you'll get a scout one with a mortar as well. So you can really put that thing wherever you want it. All right. Uh, flipping the coin. Uh, if uh, if and when with one point bid, <laughs> you end up as red player. You may have picked the table edge, but which cards are you vetoing first from each of those categories? So I don't want to play Bombing Run. Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, sure. I, can't, I can't infiltrate and use my ISF to carry a bomb, so that takes yep. away a lot of their efficacy there. Yep. And I really just don't have anything good for that. Um, I don't feel too terrible about Breakthrough. Um, Vader has a lot of ways of moving your opponent's units um, through Vader's Might, Force Push, Scatter, etc. So um, you can you can play some tricks of Breakthrough, and you can infiltrate and move for Breakthrough. So Scout 3 on the Scouts, plus the, the ISF and Vader himself at Speed 2. They're fine. Yeah. Um, I still don't want to play it, but it's, it's not the worst. Um, I don't want Limited Visibility. Um, it's got some nice perks that, you know, Vader can't get shot, but it takes away a lot of the strength of my T21s, coordinated yep. fire, and Inferno squad. Yep. Yeah, you want that threat early. 
Yeah, and I don't want battle lines because I can set up a halfway decent flank, um, but there's so many lists that do it better than I do, whether that's Staps or Spiders or like T47s, that if sure. I can kind of keep the game, um, you know, either longboard to longboard or yeah. if I can make it like diagonal to each other, I just feel much more comfortable about my, my ability to play. Gotcha. Cool. And rounding that out, you uh, so you included for objectives uh, intercept, hostage, like you said, sabotage the moisture wrappers, and payload. Deployments mm-hmm. are uh, major offensive, advanced positions, danger close, and hemmed in. And finally, uh, for conditions, that supply drop, which is pretty sweet, fortify positions, clear uh, conditions, and rapid reinforcements. Some good, good, good choices all around on that. Um, all right, so you've taken this to a couple of store games, uh, some some smaller tournaments too. What are you hoping mm-hmm. to get paired against in a, in a store tournament first round? So I'm hoping to get paired against um, basically anything except for other empire lists. Quite honestly, okay. um, I've got enough. I've got enough range to deal with rebels. Um, I have some guardian that I can pull the piercing hits onto the IRG and just kind of soak the pierce that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vader still eliminates rebels really quickly. Yep. Um, and the IRG <laughs> and IRG and ISF are really good at killing Wookies. So yeah. I feel good about that one. Um, Droids, again, I feel pretty good against as well. Um, I've gotten a good number of reps against different Dooku lists and then even like a Grievous stat list as well. Um, and as long as my dice don't like completely fail me defensively, you can generally weather the the stat storm um, with red saves. And then with the dice coming back at them, I can, I can hit them back pretty well. And awesome. the seventh health on Vader plus the dodges really lets me just handle Makashi on Dooku as well. I mean, gotcha. yeah, I'm taking like two wounds, but it's not that much. I still yeah. have five more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then Operative Vader's really sneaky good at killing Force users now because he's got right. Jedi Hunter. <laughs> yep. And there's a lot more Jedi on the table these days. It's true. So it's now true. I can spend my surges defensively and he just becomes even more of a beast. That's fair. I, um, probably, I need to be thinking about that with my, my new favorite list. <laughs> yeah. And then I have... Um, really, the only thing I don't want to see is I don't want to see Palpatine um, mm-hmm. because I, ha- I really don't have an answer to it. Now you will die. Um, my Sorry. biggest loss... My only loss with this list so far... Arguably neither did Vader. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, my, my only loss with this list so far has been um, against a Palpatine burst of speed list mm-hmm. that I just I had no answer to. Like, turn five, he started in his deployment zone, and turn mm-hmm. five, he ended in my back lines on a Now You Will Dive, thanks to burst of speed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just I couldn't win at that point. Yep. Um, yep. So I don't want to see Palpatine because he munches troopers, and I don't want to see Aiden 333 um, because... If my dice are even slightly below average on that turn one, I'm just going to lose any chance I have of getting back at them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can Vader can get to them on turn one thanks to two speed, two moves, plus force push and choke and blast. So I can pretty much neutralize one to two of the ISF off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they kill me before I can get that chance to neutralize them, uh, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So I, I don't want to see my own faction. Yeah, I, can, I think dobacks are okay, but it's really just palpin. I didn't three three three. That scares me. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Well, love the list. Uh, thank you for walking us through it. You ready for some lightning round? Of course. All right. What has been your best, better lucky than good moment? Uh, I dunked on Nick at Nova twenty nineteen <laughs> to get my okay. world's invite. Oh, um, I'm reaching back. Oh yeah, yeah. This is my best one. So I played. He was playing triple tauntauns when they first came out, and were mm-hmm. all sorts of oppressive. And I was yeah. playing Luke Sabine, yeah. and I played Sabine's one pip explosions. Uh, so I went first, killed like his entire core sniper part of his army with explosions, wow. and then he 
uh, didn't draw a ton on his next draw. And then I drew Luke on my next draw and was able to kill his last <laughs> remaining Tauntaun. So oh, I got like brutal. Sabine into Luke draws off the bat and he didn't get a taunt and that essentially sealed the game. So that's oh. that's my best, better lucky than good moment. Oh, that's brutal. That's a good one. Uh, it's brutal because I know Nick and he didn't yes. deserve that. But it's what it's what happens. All right. Uh, what uh, what decision or play are you most proud of that was intentional? At least? Um, I think the most intentional play that I had was at LVO 2019. Uh, it's actually the game that I lost against uh, Gabe Taylor in, in the top cut. But okay. he set up his No Time for Sorrows turn for the Tawns. Um, this is once again when they were in their full bloom. And um, I was able to get... Uh, I was able to time it perfectly to, with Deploy the Garrison. And I was able to kill four of the six Tauntaun models before um, they were get able to get into my lines. And uh, it just totally flipped the script of the game and got me out of a, a corner hole. Gotcha. I think that's my, gotcha. my favorite one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, what are the uh, what are the turn zero changes going to be doing to your strategy? Um, it means that I can kind of play the list that I want to. Um, okay. Before, with the threat of being able to get forced into bombing run or breakthrough, um, mm-hmm. like the semi gunline list that I have here just wasn't viable because mm-hmm. you had a fifty percent chance of really just not being able to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that that's gone, I think it just really opens up the ability to to fill out your lists and bring different styles because you don't have to have pure mobility. You can have some mobility flex. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, does the red player picking sides change anything for you? Um, the red player picking sides doesn't really change anything for me. Um, this list is going to be red anyway. So if I get to yeah. pick my side, that's cool. Um, cool. but it's not like <laughs> I'm not gunning for it. It's just gotcha. a nice bonus. Gotcha. All right. Uh, and so we've talked about lucky. We've talked about good. What decision or play is going to haunt you? Hmm. I'm going to have to come back to this one. It's too ha. salty at the moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not calling uh, a judge for slow play. Oof. Okay. Yeah. And ending on turn four. Oof. Yeah. That's a tough one. So we'll, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on to something less salty. Uh, clone trooper changes. Have they ruined the faction or unleashed the multiverse of Garless building? I think they've just opened the multiverse. Um, nice. Unfortunately, I think that multiverse is going to be really Wookiee focused again. Um, but I think there's a lot, a lot of different pieces that you can put around those Wookiees to, to make them effective. Um, whether that's barks, whether that's clone troopers, whether that's other, uh, force users. So that part's going to be really cool, but I think you're just going to replace all clones go here with all Wookiees go here and, and still fill in the gaps. Well, we shall see, but I, I, we like shall at see. Least I know you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. But and finally, thing. what's that? But it's a good thing overall. It needed yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah, shake, shaking it up a little bit. Don't need to even incremental improvement. So, all right, last one. Which famous personality, living or dead, would you choose to stream every game of Legion you play for the rest of your life? Ah, uh, man, I think it would have to be like just Samuel L. Jackson. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no other answer there. <laughs> I don't know. Am I allowed? Like, just if you just yelling as your dice come down, like that's the best yeah. thing in the world. Yeah, I think the advantage of picking him, too, is you also know that he would be pissed that he's now forced to do this uh, and you'd get a lot of that flare out. Uh, in That's the true as well. So. That's true. Awesome. That was a real dumb decision, motherfucker. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and hear that. Uh, a lot. Be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can give him a new force last court for his efforts. Uh, at least now, so. He'll need it. Don't worry. I make a lot of bad ones. There you go. All right. Thanks, Mike. Uh, what do you want to plug? So uh, I'd like to plug two things. Um, PAX Unplugged is coming up for Philly, uh, Philly area on yeah. 
the second weekend of December. I think it's like yep. the 11th. That's um, right. So we still have tickets available for packs. Um, now at this point, by the time that this recording comes out, you will have to pick up your PAX badge at PAX itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so their their mailouts have finished. So the Legion tournament is free. Um, we've got tons and tons of prize support. Um, Six Up's helping us out with uh, eight Force Flasks for the top eight. That's right. And then um, if you go over to our Facebook Legion 99 page, Nick has pictures of everything else and then some more stuff coming. Yeah, um, I'm, so- uh, I'm, I'm covetous of that Yoda card. Alt art card. Yeah, that's, we've got Yoda alt arts. We've got super tactical droid alt arts. We've got tokens coming in. Um, we've got deployment markers. We have product from AMG, which is oh, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, we have like seven different Legion expansions to give away. So we're still that's figuring awesome. out how we're going to do that. Um, so check, come come to PAX here. We've got a 32 person cap at the moment. Um, but Nick and I ourselves have 19 tables of painted terrain just between the two of us. So if we need to expand past 32, I'm sure we can do it. We can also source from the local community. Um, so we're at like 20-ish, 22-ish now. Um, so plenty of time, but we're a month out. And then awesome. check us out over at Legion 99 as well. Um, if you listen to this, you probably listen to the main cast as well based on the <laughs> listening numbers. Um, so if you're just finding us this way, check out our main one. We drop every other week. Um, so that'll be coming out uh, probably a week and a half from when this one releases. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mike, as always. Uh, and listeners, if you have a favorite list you'd love to share with Legionverse, send me a DM at uh, Metrokin hashtag 9051 on the Discord. Also reach out to us on uh, Facebook at Legion99. And we'll set you up. And we will see you all next time on Turn Zero Lists. <laughs>